Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey, everybody, welcome in on the day that my partner, the one, the only, Trent Condon, is observing the ESPN body issue. Quite frankly, I don't blame him. Uh, We say hello to you. Hope that you had a great 4th of July and had some time off, celebrated, and had a wonderful time. We have a terrific show lined up for you today. Wouldn't you know that, you know, we get a few days off and all hell breaks loose in the sports world. Uh, 1225 Pat Hardy, all Hawkeyes will join us, and Iowa's got a brand-new running back. Uh, 1 o'clock, Alex Halstead, 24-7 Cyclone Alert, everything you need to know about Iowa State. At 1.40, Bill Bender, Sporting News on College Football. And at 2.20, Chris Cotillo, SB Nation, Major League Baseball, and the Cubs still stink. How you doing, pal? You all right? Cubs stink, huh? Well... They're not doing well. Well, <laughs> you're losing to Tampa Bay. Yeah. Ooh. I know. Who has a better record and is competing in the American League East? They'd be in the playoffs right now. They would be. Yeah. Well, yeah. I know. Lost the. We're not yeah. talking about the Phillies here. No, I know that. Yeah. Or the Padres. Yeah. Who oh. they were swept by. <laughs> What's going on, my man? Hey, I'm doing great. Great, so, time, uh, great time off. Everything is good. Let's. I'm ready to rock today. Yeah, I'm sure. Um. <laughs> So, uh, get ready for the show. Yeah. A lot going on at the local scene. A lot to hit on today. Kyle you got Schwarber it. getting close to making his way back with the big Cubs. The mention, as Jimmy B talked about, they're the struggles of the Cubs. Mm-hmm. And we'll keep an eye on that one for you all afternoon long. Hawkeyes with some big news, both uh, with the fifth-year grad transfer coming in and also uh, yep. on the recruiting trail. So, we'll get into that. Primetime League, Capital City League. we got plenty Everything. to talk about. Everything. So, lots of things to break down. And as we're preparing for the show, what does Jim Brinson do? He's watching America's Got Talent. What what were you doing over there? I was watching a very funny magician do a couple of tricks, and then he ended up with one of the host's bra in his hand. Show prep. That was show prep. That was show prep. It's huh? like you looking at ESPN, the Naked Magazine. See, I wasn't even looking at that. I went to ESPN.com. <laughs> it, it just and it was happened on the front to be page. up there. Yes, yeah. I know, because they're promoting it. Because I could give two craps about it. I, I think that is one of the most ridiculous things. Hey, it's You know what it is. It's oh, yeah. Cell and, Magazine. And, and it, That's it. Yeah. It has of absolutely no, no interest. No, you love it. I you talk about it all the time. I do. I think it's great. You love seeing Javi Baez without his clothes on. <laughs> I, on the other I'm hand. I'm not quite sure it was Javi Baez. I think it was more Caroline Wozniacki. <laughs> well, let's see right here. At the top. Yeah. Let's see who's on there. Javi Baez when you go on the Cubs page. Yeah, I don't need to see Javi <laughs> naked when I go to the MLB page that's, at ESPN. That's not my idea of a good time either. Well, you're all about it regardless. Yes. So what's getting you going today? Um, you know, I just think that because of the nature of the beast and the local things that have been taking place, uh, the Hawkeyes landing James Butler, the uh, transfer out of Nevada. Yes. And that's a pretty major story. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, locally, that is. Nowhere else, but it is here. And that's where we do And that's where from. we do the show from. So that's, A number one yeah. always is Iowa State. State. That's correct. There is there's nothing else that is even close to what those two I agree mean and matter. I agree 100%. On the local front. Uh, first of all, pretty surprising, right? I mean, when we've talked about this Hawkeye team, and we've talked about the concerns at the quarterback position, yes. wide receiver, 
defensively, especially the interior of the defensive line. Two new cornerbacks, the injury to Snyder. You know, we've talked about a myriad of different things. If there was a grad transfer route, well, after the success that they saw with Rock and Ron Caluzzi <laughs> at the punter position, well, they could go that route again. Instead, it's one of the few spots that you don't have any concerns with. Right. Not just in terms of, of what we saw out of Akron Wadley and, and the performance that he has, the game-breaking ability, all these things. Correct. And, and coupled with an offensive line that returns five starters, you're feeling like you're in great shape there. But also, you know, the backup spots look to be in pretty good hands, too. A couple of young guys that showed flashes, Tokes Akronabade, mm-hmm. who uh, played a little bit last year as a true freshman, Torn Young, who redshirted as they decided to play one of those two true freshmen a year ago, uh, looked very good in the spring, physical back, really looked in the mold of maybe the next LaShawn Daniels, you know, a guy with that physicality, good size, some decent speed to go along with them, a pile mover, and that's what it looked like you had in Torn Young. And you kind of go through. They're bringing in two more freshmen that yep. a lot of people liked uh, in the recruiting trail. The Brian kid from down in Florida, he was a South Carolina commit, had a bunch of SEC offers. He makes the decision to come up north and uh, play with the Hawkeyes. And then also Ivory Kelly Martin from over in the Chicagoland area. It's a position where depth, and yes, this is always scary to say, I know with Iowa running backs, as we know, we know. with the angry Iowa running back hating God that is out there in his strike down <laughs> many a times at that position for the Hawkeyes throughout the last oh, decade and a half or so. But uh, this is a year where you feel confident with that. And then they bring in a grad transfer. So a guy that there was a connection with. That a guy is, that yes. they recruited. Yes, he went to uh, Wheaton High School in mm-hmm. Illinois. So he was, he was a guy who they were after at that time. Yes, yep, yep. that's right. And uh, obviously a lot of connections there, but you know, with the moving parts that are happening here. Now, there's a lot of ways we can go with this one. First of all, if you don't know who this kid is, and, and most people don't. No, no. He's a running back for Nevada. We're in Iowa. We don't watch a whole lot of Mountain West football. If we do, and maybe you'll see a late San Diego State game, something like right. that. Nevada's not at the forefront. I wouldn't say that they're on the radar. Outside of uh, Colin Kaepernick in the year that they upset Boise State. Yes. Kept maybe Boise State out of the they national championship They game, did. Yes. If you go way back then. Yeah, Nevada, a solid, decent program throughout yes, the is. years. Yeah. But not no. anything that matters. And they have had some top players. You, sure. just, you just referenced Kaepernick. Uh, look, Butler ran for over 1,300 yards last season. Mm-hmm. He scored 12 touchdowns, and he added 381 yards receiving and scored four touchdowns receiving as well. So he's a quality back, Yes, and he was honorable mention, all big skies. So, or, uh, Mountain West. Mountain West, thank you. All uh, honorable mention, Mountain West. So this guy knows what to do when the football is in his hands. Back-to-back 1,300-yard seasons, averaged uh, 6.5 yards per carry two years ago, 5.1 last season. But the thing that jumped off the page to me, and those numbers are great, but was the receiving numbers. Oh, the 381? 37 catches. Yeah. So we're not just talking about a couple of big plays that he made. No. 37 catches, almost 400 yards, three touchdowns there, because... With these two running backs. And now, James Butler, dimension-wise, if you're wondering about that, diminutive, 5'9". Not the biggest guy. Solidly built, though. Yes. He is in the mold of, you know, that that thick kind of Mighty Mouse guy that you'll see mm-hmm. back there, a Fred Russell type in the backfield. A little bit taller than Fred Russell. Fred Russell's like 5'5". Five, five, oh, I could post him up. <laughs> no, you couldn't. But <laughs> could he, he would physically dominate you, Jim. Come on. Get out of town. 
You're 140 pounds. <laughs> Fred Russell is 210 pounds of muscle, and you think you're going to post, post him up. Post him up. Hey, I got a couple inches. It's not on about the guy. you right now, though, Brinson. Okay. It's, it's about Butler. It's about James Butler. I, I know. And when you see that, you see Akram Wadley. What do we know? Iowa doesn't have any wide receivers short of Vandenberg that you're confident with. I agree with that. And even that comes with the caveat, if healthy. Yes. You have to put that out yes. there yeah. because this is a guy that has now broken his foot in the same spot two different times. Trent, he could go down in the first game. It's not even a contact injury right. both of those times. Right. In fact, he broke the foot two different times yep. in practice, non-contacts, not like he was rolled up on, anything like that, making cuts, making breaks. And because of that, now is he more ginger coming out of the breaks? Because if that's the case, well, he's got not going to be nearly as precise with those routes. And with a new quarterback, I mean, you don't have the timing down. You've got a lot of question marks, even with him. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's just everyone's scratching your oh, head. Let's flip a coin. So, new offensive coordinator, Brian Ferentz. What does he do now with another weapon in the fold? We saw Akron Wadley last year. Make some great plays out of the backfield, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, coming out, catching passes. Yes. The Michigan game, that drive that set up the winning field goal. Remember what the, one of the biggest plays, that little dump down to him, and he got out in space. You have a guy with speed and can do things in space. Now you have another running back that can do similar types of things. Can you play them together? Not fullback, halfback, like old school thinking of two running backs. No, not like that. <laughs> no. But one of the guys in the you slot. You slot him? Mm-hmm. Yes. Do different things that way. It is to the drawing board now for Brian Ferentz. And we know that Butler can catch the football. Mm-hmm. And we know Akron Wadley can catch, catch the, football. the football. So you do have maybe a, a nice little double-headed monster here where you really might be able to change up and have some completely different looks for a team that is going to be fooled from time to time on whom you send into the slot or whom you send in motion. Mm-hmm. You could have them both in the backfield, send one in motion. Uh, it it could be it could be a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean that just that changes the dynamic of that offense tremendously. Creativity. And yes. we saw obviously during his time in New England, he learned about that ability with smallish guys that are built like Akron Wadley and, and built like James Butler, guys mm-hmm. that are on the small size. Diminutive, but you know how you get open? Well you precise routes. Yep. A lot of pick plays. We haven't seen that at Iowa in the five years of Greg Davis. Back to that a little bit more. Some excitement. Well, somebody's going to call and say, well, pick plays are illegal. They are no, illegal. that's only if you get caught. Well, they're, they're still legal. <laughs> that's only if you get caught running them. That's the only time you're penalized, though, for it. They're always illegal. <laughs> they happen all the time. But you all have to be time. penalized for it. Yes. And you're not going to see officials throw flags every single play. They, they will not. If you're running those kind of plays. That is right. So that's what we have here. And I think a chance for some excitement. A uh, new toy for the new offensive staff to work with as they continue to evolve and and go forward from there, Jimmy B. So, yeah, big news there. They also pick up a a commitment, a pretty big tackle prospect, defensive tackle prospect, and Noah Shannon, kid Mm -hmm. from over in Illinois, was committed to row the boat, P.J. Fleck. He was. Decommitted from there and uh, changed his commitment yesterday to the Hawkeyes. So some good news on the recruiting front. We'll talk about that and more coming up with Pat Hardy here at about 12.25. And uh, by the way, Alex Halstead will be joining us on all the Cyclone news as well. Uh, coming up after Pat Hardy, he will be at 1 o'clock at the top of the hour. Alex Halstead, 24-7 Cyclone Alert. So did you watch 
much baseball or any sporting events, or were you just relaxing and just staying away from it as much as you could? Yeah, not a whole lot. Uh, last two days, though, I did get to see a bit of the Twins. Okay. Uh, saw, didn't see them over the weekend, thank goodness. Thank goodness. I was just Royals going to were, say, yes. We're taking it to them. I think Listen on the radio. is homered again. I t- heard it on the radio for a little bit. Uh, got a big kick, though, yesterday. I bl- yeah, it was yesterday. Okay. Um, getting ready. We're going over in the afternoon after Ella's nap to go see some friends and hang out with them for the rest of the day. And so I flipped the game on. And all of a sudden, I see a uh, a mullet just flapping in the breeze down the left field line as the radio man, Dan Gladden, yes. former player, yes, and uh, does radio for the Twins. He served as a ball boy and also broadcast from the chair. Oh, really? They had down him, the they left had field mic'd line. up on that? That yeah. had to be fun. So uh, very fun. The TV guys were having some fun with him as well when he was down there. So I uh, did see a little bit of that. Saw a little bit of Cubs, but overall, not not, not a lot. Not a ton. Even s- my most disappointing aspect, though, yesterday. Yes. As I flip on the Nathan's hot dog contest. What? Joey Chestnut's doing his thing. Of course. I flipped it on at noon, though. Started at 11. <laughs> missed it. So you missed, you missed Joey Chestnut? I th- for whatever reason. 72 dogs. For whatever reason, I thought it was at noon. It's noon Eastern that it starts. It, yes. And, uh, uh, yeah, so uh, watch it on replay a little bit later on. It came out at 3 on ESPN2, and so we flipped it over to that I, I saw watch the sickness that is. It is sick. I saw a great graphic yesterday, mm-hmm. and I forget who tweeted it out, but they put down championships, okay? Yeah. Bill Russell, number one, he's got 11 mm-hmm. in the NBA. Joey Chestnut, number two, he's wow, got 10. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's a real sport, right, Jimmy B? Oh man, competitive eating, and then and then Twitter blew up because people were bent out of shape that they were. I guess they had to watch that garbage, mm-hmm. and this is disgusting. Why are we watching this on our Independence Day? What is well? What's more independent than throwing down a dog or seventy-two of them? Well, that's the. I just cannot believe that. Well, speaking of that, Jimmy B, that is part of In Case You Missed It from Over the Weekend. We got the call as your boy, Jaws Chestnut, (laughs) going after a record. ESPN had the call. Jimmy B was loving it yesterday. The Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest. Will he make it to 73? Will he eclipse his 70 of last year for a Nathan's record? The next 30 seconds will give us that answer. (laughs) <laughs> the next 30 seconds will give us that answer. <laughs> well, the answer was yes. Yes, yes he, did. he did it. Got it done. A personal best. 72 hot dogs, Jimmy B. He does it in 10 minutes. That's unbelievable. What? I mean, that is terrible. It's. I can't imagine every what year. his stomach looks like. <laughs> yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> every year you watch this thing. Every year it's disgusting. It is disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. But it gets big numbers on it TV. It does. It does. And you see the throngs of people that show up to watch it. So why is that? Why is this something that every year kind of enthralls the nation? You know why? It's it's like rubbernecking on a roadway when there's a car wreck. Everybody slows down uh-huh. and looks. You got to it, see it. You, it's the you have to. it's the American way. Not a good American way, unfortunately, but I think now that the uh, Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest is unfortunately part of American history. Mm-hmm. It really is.
it's disgusting, but it is. I mean, look, don't we all, like if you go, say, to an Iowa Barnstormer football game. Okay. Okay. And in between the quarters, they have like three people and a pie-eating contest. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. You eat as much as the pie as you possibly can. You can't use your hands. You just throw your face into it, and everybody looks disgusting. But everybody (laughs) watches. It's disgusting, but everybody watches because you think it's funny when they pick their face up and they've got pie all over their face. It's the same thing. It's... It's what Americans do, and it's hot dogs, and you can't get any more American than hot dogs. You got it there. Jimmy B, you don't get much more American than baseball I'm loving life. Let's go. And we go to Wrigley Field. Not a pretty one, though, for the Cubs as they fall once again back under 500. We have passed the halfway point. Yes, we have. For the Cubs, and they are under 500. If you would have made a bet on that. Yeah. Oh, he'd be a rich man. He'd be a rich man. And, and to the people who sent me nasty texts and said, you don't know anything that you're talking about. The Cubs are going to be 10 games in front when we get to the All-Star break. Well, look at it. They better hurry. They better hurry. They better hurry. Better hurry up. And hope they got a lot of doubleheaders in there. Yeah. Because that's not going to be it. happening. No, it's not. Here it is, an ugly fourth inning for John Lester and the Cubs. He shoots this one into... Left center field with some carry. Half will go back, and that one is in the basket. Swing, and a ground ball to the right side. There's a base hit. Maria is the score. Ground ball, and this one deflects off Lester. Then to center field. Gorgeous scores. Archer will score. Into second base goes Susan. There it was. They hold on. The Cubs put a couple on in the ninth. Yep but not able to overcome the big deficit that they put themselves and, in. And did you see any of the postgame? Uh, no, no. To, they interviewed three or four different players. Mm-hmm. And they just kept saying, well, we're just kind of uh, struggling right now, but we're going to get out of it. We're gonna... No, you're not. No, this is you this year. You might win four or five in a row, and then you're going to lose four in a row. <laughs> so... It's going to be a bumpy ride the rest of the season. You're not buying. I'm not buying that. This team no, catching I am not. fire. No. I, I'm, as no. we continue on, I am starting to go down that line of thinking. Yeah. I, I've been waiting and waiting. We're, we're past oh, the yeah. halfway point. Yes. Everybody says, well, it's it's April. It's it's cold out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. right. Let it warm up a little That's bit. That's what you said. I did. Was... Let it warm up. Okay. Then they won, what, four in a row? Uh-huh. And then they probably lost five in a row. They got swept by the Dodgers and the Padres on that West Coast road trip. And from then on, it's been nothing but one bumpy road after the next. Well, and another problem is the Milwaukee Brewers just are not going away. No, now, they are Six games over 500, 46 and 40, and a big reason for that, Eric Thames. That one's hammered. Right center field. And it's going to be gone. A home run for Thames. Second of the game. Number 23. Six to one Brewers as Thames goes deep again. 6-2 victory there over Baltimore. Jimmy Nelson picks up his seventh win of the year. The Brewers, Jimmy B. Mm-hmm. They keep finding a way. Speaking uh, of finding a way. Yeah, what do you got? Another team that won't go away after a rough, rough start to the season. The Royals, 
Royals are now three games over 500. It's shocking when you think about how they started. And here they come again. Kick it off the game. First pitch. I love this one against the Mariners yesterday and against King Felix as they're showing yeah, King's, King's court. court. Oh, boy. Felix, not the same guy he once was. There's a right shoulder bursitis. And there's the King's Court. They hold up the Ks every time he gets one. And Witt Merrifield belts one high and deep. And Witt has done it again. Just like he did last night, he leads off well with an extra base hit. Only this time, it's a four-bagger off Felix Hernandez. That's how you kick off the game and the win for Kansas City. They get this 7-3 victory on the road against Seattle. So once again, I ask you. Yeah. If you're KC. Yeah. And you're coming up to the All-Star break. Yep. And right now, when you look at the standings, tied with Minnesota for second place. Mm Mm-hmm. 43 and 40, won three in a row. What do you do, Trent? Keep waiting. That's all you can do. You have to keep waiting, Jimmy B. You can't make a decision today. You can't make a decision tomorrow. This is going to go up till the trade deadline. They still have three and a half weeks. They do. And that three and a half weeks is going to determine what they're going to do. You wait. Okay. That's what you do right. right now. Finish up in Minnesota. It was a victory 5-4 and a, another homer out of Byron Buxton. Some numbers for Buxton coming up later in the show for you, but he goes deep with the solo shot to make it 5-2. A blast to left. He got it. Deep and gone. A home run for Buxton. Number five. Now, I know you're a Twins fan. you got to mm-hmm. be loving life. You had quit, Autumn, on this show. When? Was it like uh, three weeks ago? I think. What I do think you mean you, by quit, Well, you said, you said, I don't remember the exact phraseology, but you said, okay, it's over with. It was a great run. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the hell out of it, but they're done. Yeah. But here they are. But they're not winning this division. <laughs> And nothing has changed in my opinion nothing about that. Nothing has changed. Okay. I'm still going to watch them. I'm still going to cheer for them. Okay. I'm going up in a couple weeks to a game. Okay. Going Good. up with the family. Excited for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. They're not winning the division, though. <laughs> in a game and a half of first place. Well, sure. Do the playoffs start today? No, they do not. Okay. They still going to play them in October? <laughs> right? Yeah. All right. This team is not holding up. They're okay. not holding up over 162 with the bullpen, with the staff that they have. It's fun. Yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah. They can swing it, and the future is bright. They're not winning the division this year. Okay. Future's so bright, you got to wear shades. Jimmy B and TC, we come back on the other side with some Hawkeye talk as we got Pat Hardy joining us. That was in case you missed it. Presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. We take the time out. Back with more in a moment. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi, this is Craig Hodson, Vice President, Market Manager at Cumulus Media Des Moines. Cumulus is a proud sponsor of the Polk City Chamber of Commerce. 
The Chamber promotes economic development to strengthen the business climate and enhance the quality of life in Polk City. Please join me in welcoming and supporting these members. Agony Sanitation Incorporated. Central Iowa Wellness. Nash FM 97.3. Edward Jones. Green Bean Landscapes. Lakeside Fellowship. Mid-American Energy. Papa's Pizzeria. Polk City Eye Care. Rising Sun Cafe. Subway. Total Quality Sprinklers, LLC. The Polk City Chamber of Commerce and Cumulus Media wish to thank these members. Learn more about the Polk City Chamber of Commerce online at polkcitychamber.com. You don't need a thermometer to tell you it's hot and getting hotter, but you might need Scott's Turf Builder with SummerGuard. Right now, you can save up to 10 bucks at the Home Depot. Turf Builder with SummerGuard helps lawns absorb water and nutrients, guarding against longer days, higher heat, and little rain. In other words, summer. Be on guard with Scott's Turf Builder with SummerGuard, and right now, save up to 10 bucks from the number one retailer for Scott's fertilizer, the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through July 5th. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. Back with you here. It's a Wednesday. We're back after a couple day hiatus. Mm, yeah, it was nice. Yeah, but we played some best of. Got a couple of our great things. Phil Steele. Yeah. Replay that. Uh Few others from over the last week or so. Some of our better interviews. And Pat Hardy, well, you know well, we always get a many. good one. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Luckily, when we have Pat on the line with us, he helps him out, us out. You can see him over at allhawkeyes.com, and he joins us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Pat, good afternoon. How are you guys doing? We're doing great, Pat. Was the 4th of July a couple of days good for you, pal? Well, I'm sort of, but yesterday hardly turned into a day off with all the news right. that went on yesterday. Know, it, was yeah. a, it was a day off for some of the people that worked for me, but unfortunately not for me. But, yeah, it was good news. I mean, recruiting, they got the the Noah Shannon news didn't surprise me as much, but the running back just kind of came out of nowhere. Well, fill us in a little bit. Trent and I opened the show talking about the running back, Butler, from uh, the Wolfpack of Nevada. Uh, what do your sources tell you, and how good is this guy? Uh, stats suggest that he's very good. Film shows that he's very good. I mean, the Mountain West, don't make a mistake. It's not the Big Ten by any means, but... You don't run for 3,000 yards by accident. I mean, he's got some good athleticism. I've seen enough of his film. He's kind of like Wadley, but a lot thicker. But he likes to make people miss, can make people miss. The other thing, though, is he caught 37 passes last year. As I wrote something today, I think the challenge for Brian Ferentz is to figure out ways to get he and Wadley on the field at the same time and to implement one of them always as a receiver-type threat. That kind of 
will help offset the shortness they have at receiver. And if this guy truly is as good as he looks and if those skills carry over to the Big Ten, you don't want him rotating like they did with Daniels and Wadley because I think this guy, unlike Daniels, can play in the slot. And Wadley can play in the slot. And I think they've got to get their best playmakers on the field. And now you got to figure out a way to get them the football from that slot position. And that leads to Brian Ferentz, another toy for him to play with, a very veteran offensive line. Yeah, question marks there, but you would hope, you know, you go back to his time in New England, you saw the different things that he can do, that he's going to be able to incorporate a lot of those things. Does this further maybe lead down the road of we're going to see a lot more changes of what they try to do in that passing game? Well, I'm not sure if it's going to be big wholesale changes. I think they just need to decide whether they think Butler or Wadley can play slot. I mean, and just have them be the slot guy. I mean, I mean, right now, to me, I like the idea of them rotating from those positions. Wadley caught 36 passes last year. He can catch the ball, so they've shown that they have hands. I just, I just don't want them to have a situation where they just rotate them, where one of them's always off the field. Mm-hmm. If Butler is as good as advertised, Wadley's going to get his 20 to 30 touches a game. I just don't want them to all be between the tackle getting pounded. That's why I think they need to figure out a way to implement these guys in the passing game because, let's face it, they're going to face eight and nine-man boxes here to begin this season until they show they can pass. Uh, we're having a conversation with Pat Hardy, allhawkeyes.com. Always great info on the Hawks from Pat as he comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. When you talk about having a, a couple of new wrinkles that you can throw into the offense, how do you get, even if you're the kid, how do you get dad to sign off on some of these things? Well, if anyone can do it, it's the oldest of his five children. I think that's one thing. Brian can get his dad to think outside the box a little bit, and I think Kirk showed by hiring Brian so quickly after Greg Davis was gone that he believes in him, that he has confidence in him, and I think Kirk's got to agree with the shortness they have at receiver right now. If this Butler is as good as it looks like he might be, they can't have him sitting on the bench mm-hmm. rotating with Wadley. I mean, last year the only problem with Daniels and Wadley is that one of them was always on the bench. Uh, usually there were times where they'd use them together, but Daniels was more of just your eye classic eye back, whereas these guys you can move them around a little bit. And I think Brian will be able to get his dad to think outside the little box a little because they have to. They have no proven wide receivers. I know a lot of fans keep tweeting me and saying, hey, we got these freshmen coming in. They should, you know, we don't know how they're going to exactly. adapt. We don't know how they're going to make the transition. I had someone tell me on Twitter they'd be shocked if Brandon Smith didn't have at least 500 yards receiving. <laughs> you know how hard it is to, you know how hard it is to get 500 yards receiving in the Big Ten? Yeah. I mean, it's just not that easy. I hope he true, turns out to be that good, but I think part of that you're seeing, we've written about this kid a lot. He, the hype has been huge for him, so the ceiling's very high for him, at least from the fans, but James Butler's somebody who's proven at this level that he can come out and play. He had 244 total yards in their last game against um, UNLV. Granted, that's not a great UNLV team, but he's very explosive, and if there's anything that last year showed what this offense needs is more explosive playmakers where they don't have to rely on the scheme the play, and everything around them to work. Maybe it's a play where they get the ball to one of these guys, they make four or five guys miss and score a touchdown. You don't always have to have great coaching and great technique. Sometimes you hope the players can just make the difference. What does this uh, say for the two young guys that uh, we assume were going to be the backups in Tokes Akinabade 
in Torin Young. Could we maybe hear the uh, murmurs of a guy looking around here? Or is it, you know, they know what the system is. They know you bide your time at Iowa. You're going to have a chance to play and play well as a running back. Uh, can you read anything further about those two guys? No, not at this stage. A lot. I mean, basically it's competition. Competition breeds success. I mean, Torn Young can say, well, I'll do my best to get in as much as I can this year, and Wadley and Butler are gone next year, and he's got three years. Akron Abadi's case is a little different in that he's only got two years after this year, but to me, hopefully they just respond to it as athletes and just say, hey, I'm going to accept the challenge. This guy's going to make the team better. Now i got to be better to not get passed up, and we'll see. I think ideally I'd love this Butler guy to come in and be someone they kind of move around, and then you get like Akron Abadi and – Torn Young to be that backup where they get five to ten carries a game between the tackles. I hope that they get they use Butler in different ways because just judging from his film, he looks like the kind of guy that if they can get him out in space, I mean, he can do something. But as far as guys leaving, hopefully that won't be the case because it'd be different if Butler was coming in and had three years of eligibility. He's got one year to play. Right, right. You know, you're absolutely right. Yeah, he's one and done, but he fills a a void. If indeed the receiving core is not what we think it's going to be, or at least what fans think it's going to be, we are all skeptical in the media. So with that and with the amount of catches that he has, uh, they, they got. I agree with you, Pat. They got to find a spot for him on the field. Whether if they're whether if they're both in the backfield and they send him in motion, or if yeah, they, stuff or, like that. Yeah, or if they line him up in the slot. Yeah, they're not going to be able to run the classic eye and have Butler in front of Wadley. That's just not what he does. He's not going to right. convince any defense that he's a fullback. So they're not going to trust that that's going to be a play running off tackle. They're just not going to believe that setup. They need they can run the split T. Some people are even joking, go back to Evie's day, run the wing T and all that. <laughs> I, just, I think I like the idea of one of them constantly being in the slot. You can run reverses. You can do so many different things, screen passes with the guy in the slot. There's so many different things you can do, and Brian Ferentz now – has some time to do that, and I think he will. I think they're going to figure out ways. Now, this is all based on the assumption that Butler comes here and, boom, he's better than every other running back besides Wadley. Signs point to that just because he was so productive in Nevada, but he still has to do it. Talking right now, Pat Hardy, allhawkeyes.com with us as we go inside the Hawkeyes in a big couple of days uh, for them. We start with the grad transfer route and what they have happening with James Butler. Also on the recruiting front, and uh, a name that uh, people around here have heard a little bit about recently, and Noah Shannon, defensive lineman, was committed to the Gophers and then decides, I'm going to decommit from there. Now with the Hawkeyes, a commitment, is it a firm commitment? Well, I mean, it's a firm until December. What's the new signing date early? December 20th? Something, Something like yeah, that, yeah. I guess it's firm until then, you hope. <laughs> I mean, but with recruiting, you never say never. But usually when guys come around like this, usually that second time, they usually get it right. But from what I've heard is he was pressured by Minnesota to commit before he left campus. Same thing with Amir Smith-Marset, that they were kind of pre- – I guess that's kind of what they do up there. I don't know for sure. I'm just hearing this from – People who would know more than me that Minnesota like if you're going, they would like to get your commitment before you leave. And this is two now though with this defensive lineman from Oswego, Illinois, and then Amir Smith, Marsmith, the receiver from New Jersey, who's in the 17 class. He had committed to Minnesota. That so that makes that rivalry even more interesting. I like this kid. I, I mean, he's this Noah Shannon. He's about 300 pounds. He's got great leverage, great low gravity. I mean, he just looks like a Big Ten defensive lineman. And 
to get him over another Big Ten school, that's even better now. It's just a matter of him staying healthy. But, but yeah, no, you never say never, but I like the relationship he has with Iowa. He really liked Iowa before he committed to Minnesota. And then when he decommitted and took about a month to really decide, my guess is he had to have gotten advice from people around him saying, you need to make sure so you don't want to be decommitting again. So I feel pretty good about him sticking with the Hawks. Pat, what do you make so far of the uh, primetime leagues uh, and so far what you have seen from some of the young guys? Um, I mean, I've, my biggest impression so far is Jack Nungy, just how big he is. I just was not prepared to, for him to be. I mean, he's a 6'11 and a half. He could, like I said, he's one tiny growth spurt away from seven feet. Okay. He's good skills. He and Luca Garza both have good skills. I would say those two, their size and their skill set. It's just, I can't remember the last time I was welcomed a 6'11 and a 6'11 and a half kid to a front line that's already deep. That would probably be the thing that has impressed me the most so far. I mean, Tyler Cook's doing what I thought he would do. Bohannon's making threes. How about Creener? I mean, How about Creener? Creener is doing what, but I'm not that surprised because I remember the first time I saw Ryan Creener playing a game for Iowa. I'm like, wow, this kid acts like he's going to make every shot he takes. He's just real confident. He's expanding his game. He's a little bigger weight-wise, but it almost looks like he's in better shape, if that makes sense. I, I wrote my first night covering the primetime league this summer. What I wrote, my main part of my column was, so much attention is um, shed on Tyler Cook, and deservedly so, and Penzel and what have you, and the two big guys coming in. But don't overlook Creener because his ability to make shots – will keep him in the rotation. He's not a great defensive player, but he's certainly not a weakness. But his ability to score the basketball will always, I think, keep him in Fran's rotation this year. Guy, I want to ask you about what you've seen, and it's very difficult to really decipher a ton from the PTL, but also especially on the defensive end. We saw how important Adam Woodbury was as a rim protector. Not a shot blocker, but still that big guy in the middle. Can Luca Garza be that kind of guy defensively? Can he be a guy that is up there clogging up the lane? They needed that last year, and they weren't able to find it. Could Garza be that guy? Oh, I think he definitely has a good chance at 6'11". He does pose a strong front there in front of the rim. Now, Nungi, Nungi is more of a Jared Utah. He'll block shots from all over the place. But mm-hmm. I think the two of them will make it harder for teams to get to the rim. I'm not saying they're going to pick up where Adam Woodbury left off, because I'm not sure if either one of them have... Adam Woodbury's, I don't want to say they're not tough, but if you knew the circumstances, Adam Woodbury was a really tough kid from the moment he walked how, on campus. How about he, a little nasty streak? Yeah, Nasty. And I don't mean that in a bad way, and no. I know you don't either. A nasty in a complimentary way. I'm not sure if Nungi and Garza are there yet. I need to see that. So a lot of what Adam Woodbury did with protecting the rim, yes, he did it with his size, but he also did it with his toughness. I have to see. I don't think they're going to be that effective early, but when you're 6'11 and 6'11 and a half, you're just standing there, you're going to make it harder to get to the rim. We're having a conversation with Pat Hardy here on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Pat, I, I want to pick your brain on this one because I saw this earlier today where Texas has now aligned themselves with Corona. And apparently they're going to be a major sponsor for football, basketball, and baseball. Would Iowa ever consider aligning themselves with a beer? Well, I would think they'd have to start serving it first, wouldn't they? <laughs> Probably. I mean, which I think, I, did you see Purdue is, yes. I saw I read where Purdue is increasing. There, I think it's inevitable with Iowa, and I know a lot of people, diehard fans, who if you ask them their number one request, that would be it. They 
They want that. These aren't people that are going to go there and get drunk and take their clothes off and start headbutting people <laughs> and getting all. These are people that just want to go there and they like to have a beer with the game. Yeah. They like, yeah. uh, you know, they like that. Now that they fixed the restrooms, they say it'll be a lot easier because we all know that when the more alcohol you drink, the more you got to use the restroom. Mm-hmm. That stuff's been alleviated. So, but as far as having it be a direct sponsor, I don't know. I guess I'm kind of uncomfortable with the fact that in college, not until about your senior year, these athletes are any of them even old enough legally to drink. You know, it would have been different back in the late 70s. What was the drinking age? 18, 18 19 yeah. back? Yeah. It, to me, the, the fact that they have the drinking all that high and then a school, I don't know. To me, there just seems like there's going to be some conflict of interest there, and I think some people will be offended by it. But, I mean, I can understand why they're doing it. It's a business. You've got to make money. I'm just surprised that it's uh, uh, something to do with alcohol. Well, if you listen to the radio broadcast, you hear it pumped in from Learfield, Pat, there. It's uh, Budweiser is oh, the yeah. official sponsor there. Oh, I know. No, it's you're coming. right. Don't you, don't you think it's kind of hypocritical, though, in some oh, way? Oh, it, yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah. It, sure it, it is. absolutely is. And, and the funny thing is, you know, you look across and you look at you know TCF Bank and the amount of money that they make, even at a place bigger like a Texas, they actually don't make a ton of money off this. It's not the cash cow that a lot of people believe it is, but... I think it's another thing where more and more people are staying home, more and more people like the convenience. you got to find something else to bring the people out. And for some people out there, it's the booze. That's true. And I will say the people that have expressed their strong desire that they do start are people that will go to the games anyway. They're diehard fans that have been going to games for years. They just long for the day where they can go to a game and get a beer at Kinnick. And I'm with you. I've read where it has. It's not going to be. Some people think it's going to lead to like millions of dollars. It's not. It. There'll be something there, but I think what they're hoping is times when the team struggles, teams five and seven, six and six, it may convince some fans and maybe keep the crowds in the high 60s as opposed to going to the low 60s, which can happen quickly with Iowa football with a couple down years. Next thing you do, you look out, there's 8,000 empty seats out there. But right. I think it's inevitable. I think you're just, it's going to be one of those things. It's going to become a different type of arms race. All right. Speaking of what you just talked about with their record, Last week, Trent and I did the proverbial win-loss. <laughs> uh, we both had them, and, and of course, we reserved the right to change because that wasn't official. That was just our summertime. We're drunk as skunks. Let's uh, do win-loss. Do you have a win-loss? We came up roughly at 6-6 six and six or 7-5. and five. That's it. Yeah, I did mine. I actually tweeted mine about a couple weeks ago on Twitter. I wrote a column. Um, doing it actually, it may have been a. While. It was even longer than that. I I have them six and six. I have them um, losing at Iowa State. I have them beating Penn State. So I'm all over the place. But <laughs> I just went with my gut feeling the day I did it. That's what I always try to do with these things. And I'm wrong a lot, but there's times where I'm wrong when I'm too optimistic. And I just think this schedule and just too many uncertainties. And I know some people when they saw mine took offense to me picking them to lose at Iowa State. But I mean, I don't know how Iowa fans can still feel that way when they're 10 and 10 over the last 20 years and I do think this Iowa State team is going to be better and especially at home yeah and they're going to put points on the board can Iowa keep up especially that early I think that's going to be a big question mark and whoever the starting quarterback is going to be it'll be their first road start of their career mm-hmm. exactly and it may be their first start yeah For, who knows right. the right. season yeah. opener may not we just don't yeah. know I mean there's so much uncertainty right now. It'll a lot will depend on how well Iowa can run the ball. If they can go to Ames and they can just rip off huge chunks of yards 
and be able to play play action. Mm-hmm. That will make a huge difference. But there's times, guys, where we've seen good Iowa teams go there and not be able to run. They can't do anything. So, right. And I think Iowa State, of course, is going to be sky high for this game. And I think they've got Alan Lazard is arguably the best player out on the field in that game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah, they're they're going to have really good talent. They're going to have a more experienced quarterback. They're going to be in Ames. And they, you could argue they already sort of have Iowa's number just from the fact that it is 500 over the last two decades when Iowa has clearly had better players at times. It doesn't seem to matter in this series. But, no, I've got them going 6-6, six and six, losing at Michigan State, got them beating Minnesota, got them losing at Wisconsin, got them losing at Nebraska. And to me, 6-6 six and six is safe because you're not that far away from 8-4 and four, and you're not that far away from 4-8. and eight. I think at 6-6 six and six, they're closer to 8-4 and four than 4-8. Four and eight. I'm not – barring major injuries, I just think the defense is going to be too good up front, the front seven. And with that offensive line, I don't see this being a 2012. I know they're transitioning to a new – coordinator but it's different with brian than it was bringing greg davis in good stuff hey pat out of time we got the foreign basketball trip coming up as uh, they'll be making their way over to germany we'll talk about that here in the coming weeks as always right. enjoy it thanks a lot pat all right guys have a good day see thank ya. you see you pat there you go pat hardy all hot guys anything you need to know on the hawks that's the place to go all and he's on the draft house 50 hotline we're coming right back after this Big news, big talk. Join me, Diana Kelly, every Saturday morning at 10 for what's happening in your neighborhood with Inside Iowa. On 1700 KBGG. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Running low on the stuff you need? Time for a Target run. We're here for all the big moments and the little ones too, like Sunday brunch, slip and slides, or even when you're just out of sunscreen. Get everyday essentials at everyday low prices. Plus, hot deals now through Saturday, like Neutrogena Sun Care, buy one, get one 25% off, and up and up paper towels on sale for $9.99. And don't forget bag spinach, always a great price at $2.99. Target run and done. Pricing may vary. Restrictions may apply. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and pick up five quarts of O'Reilly full synthetic motor oil and a microguard filter for $21.99. Extend the life of your vehicle and save money with five quarts of O'Reilly full synthetic motor oil and a microguard filter for $21.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. 
Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet. Equipment non-return and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offerings 121.17. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, welcome back in. Uh, We will switch gears at the top of the hour. Alex Halstead will be our guest, 24-7 Cyclone Alert. If you're a Cyclone fan, you need to lock and load because we'll have Alex on in just about five or six minutes from right now. Before that, though, uh, a little more, a little sleuthing work. Ah. Over the weekend. Are you like Inspector Cluzo? Ah, who's that? What? You don't know Inspector Pink Panther, man. Inspector Cluzo. You know, the whole Pink Panther thing? It never got to you? I never got it. Never got it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. How about Mr. Bean? (laughs) That, I have a story for you. Okay. Uh, When his movie came out here stateside, I believe his first full feature film. Okay. uh, Back in the mid to late 90s. Right in there. Went with uh, my girlfriend, high school girlfriend. Okay. And it is still to this day the only movie that I have ever walked out of. <laughs> you walked out on Mr. Bean? I, I, I didn't get it. Now, <laughs> since then, I've seen a few uh, clips of things. Yes. Got a chuckle, but for whatever reason... It didn't register. The then, mood right? I was in, or probably more well, importantly, she, the mood she was in. I see. Yeah. I see. It did not click So with yeah, Mr. you Bean. had to get back to the apartment is what you're telling me. Well, I didn't live in an apartment. I lived with my parents. I was in high school, Jimmy <laughs> B. <laughs> Well, they weren't home, and you had a basement room, and no, no, none oh, of that, none okay. of that, no, right. no, no, Jimmy B. G. All right, stop being back, creepy. Back to uh, Inspector Cluzo. Here. Yes. What did you find, Inspector? So over the weekend, yes. Iowa basketball tweets out a picture of them getting ready for uh, their trip as they'll go over to Europe. Right. Yeah. Uh, here in, I believe, early August, something like that. Okay, so they were having a practice. Yep. They're yeah. allowed ten practices mm-hmm. that they can have leading up to that. And they had their first one yesterday. Okay. 
So look a little deeper. You see Fran there. He's talking to the guys. One of the first things that I saw yeah. was over here, you see Luca Garza. I see him, yeah. Look out! Look at those arms. Yeah, he's, I, yeah, the dude's put, he's he's put together. put together. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's kind of like you. Eleven, yeah. <laughs> right? Right. <yeah>. He's six <laughs> eleven. Yeah. We know that. Not an elite level athlete, but, but he's six eleven. But he is solid. Yes, he is already yeah. as an eighteen year old. Yeah, he's not a string bean guy. And standing to his right, yes, is one Connor McCaffrey. Ah, now we had been told. Connor McCaffrey, A, is not going on the trip. Uh-huh. B, will not be doing any basketball-related activities. Because he's going to play baseball. He's going to play baseball for the first year, and then after that year, he'll jump back into hoops. He'll, he'll do a little work. He'll stop by from time to time, but it, well, and there he is on practice. Is there Jim Brinson? <laughs> yes. Yes, Inspector. Is there any chance at all yes. in your mind uh-huh. that we could see him out there with the Hawkeye Hoopsters, the Cagers, this winter. Absa-freaking-lutely. You still think it can happen? Absa-freaking-lutely. I do, too. Yeah. I do. I mean, and, and that's the thing. When they made he's, this announcement about yeah, a month ago. He's 18. Your mind changes so much. <laughs> your, your changes every minute. Come on. Yes, and this is a kid that has been highly decorated in basketball. He's a for so, jock. He is give a it up, jock's jock. He knows the amount of work that it's going to take. Sure. Especially baseball. Sure. He's yeah. a good baseball player. Yeah, we know that. Not great. He's a good baseball yeah. player. He wants to give it a shot. Yeah. But all of a sudden, you're telling me when camp starts and the first practice in October for the Hoops team, mm-hmm. and he's not able to go because he's over dinking around playing some fall league game against you know the, the Illinois State JV team, that that's going to get him fired up, and he's going to be away from basketball for a year. He's a, I, he's a gym rat. I still have that inkling, Jimmy B. I, I do, think too. You do, too. I do, too. He's and all of a sudden, we're going to see a press release that'll come out on Friday. Oh, I know. And probably before a big Iowa football game that Friday afternoon. Uh, Connor McCaffrey has uh, decided that he is going to suit up with the basketball team this year. And away we go. Yeah, look, I, that would not, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised at all, Trent. No, he's, I, he's, you're, you're talking he's about a basketball eight, player. He is. He's 18 years old. He's this is what he player. has done his entire young yep. life. He's played sports. Mm-hmm. You just can't kick sports to the curb. And he won't because he'll still be in baseball, but yeah. but basketball is number one, right? I mean, it, it seems like it has to be. He's, maybe baseball is his first love. I, I don't truly Maybe it know. is. But, boy, but I, I find it hard. He's to too good a player not there, to be there. That's the part of he's it. He's too that's good a player part. not to be there. We're coming right back. Uh, we switched to Iowa State at the uh, 1 o'clock hour. Jimmy B and TC, the big talker, 1700. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. 
We don't just carry our boxes to their destination. We carry your business. We carry your growth, your love of your products, and your service. When you hand your product over to us, we know how important it is to you. So we make it just as important to us. It's as if your entire store is right there in our hands. That's why at the United States Postal Service, we deliver more e-commerce packages to homes than anyone else in the country. The United States Postal Service. Priority, you. You don't need a thermometer to tell you it's hot and getting hotter, but you might need Scott's Turf Builder with SummerGuard. Right now, you can save up to 10 bucks at the Home Depot. Turf Builder with SummerGuard helps lawns absorb water and nutrients, guarding against longer days, higher heat, and little rain. In other words, summer. Be on guard with Scott's Turf Builder with SummerGuard, and right now, save up to 10 bucks from the number one retailer for Scott's fertilizer, the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through July 5th. Just announced, during the Ford Summer Sales Event, get 0% financing for 72 months, plus an additional $1,000 on top of your trade-in. It's summer's hottest deal on vehicles like Ford Focus, Fusion, Escape, and Edge. Offer ends July 5th. Take on Summer Right with Ford, America's best-selling brand, and save big across a full lineup of Ford vehicles. Get 0% financing for 72 months, plus $1,000 on top of your trade-in. Hurry in to the summer sales event, going on now only at your Midwest Ford dealers. Best-selling based on 2016 sales. Not all buyers qualify for Ford credit financing. 72 months at $1,389 per month per $1,000 financed, regardless of down payment. Trade Assist Cash requires trade-in of 95 or newer vehicle or lease terminated 30 days prior to or 90 days after delivery. Not available on Focus RS. See dealer or go to buyfordnow.com for complete details. Take new delivery from dealer stock by July 5th, 2017. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Wolf. Con- By the time you finish this ad... 1,157 people will have planned their travel on Skyscanner. Skyscanner is here to make travel simple while finding you the best deals. From flights and hotels to car rentals, we bring everything together in one place so you can plan the perfect trip from D.C. and beyond. Discover why over 100 million travelers trust us every month. Search Skyscanner or download the Skyscanner app today.